You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews for a Wednesday night. Scotty Sattler, what's the matter? It's that whole intro Oh, thing. shut Can up, you mate. Your job's it? not to worry about that. It got redone today, too. Mm. Hey, uh, welcome to the show. It's a big one tonight. A massive show tonight. South Sydney Rabbitohs legend Craig Coleman joins us ahead of the Charity Shield game this weekend. Like some people will say, like, we spoke to Vossi. He says, no, nah, Charity Shield's dead. It's dead. Done. Well, we're going to relive some I of think, the glory days when it wasn't dead. I think no, the game's different now. And the whole approach from coaches and and your medical staff and your conditioners, and I think, I think it may be not dead because it'll never be dead because it's for a great cause, yeah, but the uh, the carnage that comes out of it is probably gone. I love the old days when the money was raised for the children's wards or the hospitals yep. at St George and South Sydney, and then after the game, the players would be in there in emergency, getting getting fixed up after mm. belting the crap out of each other. Just doesn't happen anymore. There's yep. nothing better than a blood stained St well, George jersey. The charity shield was really deemed as the bunny's very first official NRL match or New South Wales Rugby League match back in the day, back in the 80s. It was, that was our first official competition match. We got no points for it, but we got to take some people out in the meantime. <laughs> it was our first game back in 2002 as well. Yeah. Yep. It was the first televised. It was a massive crowd. I think it was 20 or draw or something in that one. Anyway, we'll talk to Tugger real soon. We'll preview the Dragons season ahead. That's ridiculous. I'll tell you what's that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Is the Australian women. Cricket team, T20 World Cup. They just keep rolling and rolling and rolling. Well, they're most our most successful team, sport uh, team, um, national team at the moment. Do you think... Have been for a number, like, number of years. Do you think we should just parachute them in to take on the Indian men in their second test in Delhi? Go ahead. Potentially. I, I reckon we'd kill if them. If we lose the second test, they could save face in... Bring us away with a draw. I'd have Meg Lenning as skipper ahead, ahead of Pat Cummins. She loves electricity. Mm-hmm. So I'd have her there. <laughs> Alyssa Healy, she'd get on it. Put her there. She can open the batting yep. and keep. Mm-hmm. She's not going to reverse sweep when you're five for 50. <laughs> Jeez, you don't hold a grudge much, do you? Nah. They yeah. beat Bangladesh. Uh, they held them to 107 uh, early this morning, about 4 a.m. that game was. Uh, Georgia Wareham getting three for 20. She was back. The batter's got the job done. Ten balls to spare. Look, they went at a run at a ball. Two sounds, for 111. When you say ten balls to spare, it sounds like, oh, geez, I only just got in there. But they cruised. In T20, that's that's a pretty easy victory. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, they'll play Shrinker on Friday. Yep. So the Aussie girls just keep rolling. They should win this T20 World Cup. They well, should. like to think so. Yeah. I, I'm saying so now. Uh, Sports Day for the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. That's what you've got, right? The Sorento? I've got the Sorento. I've just, I've just bought the Kia Sportage. God, how many keys do you have in the house? 
Well, I'll have still no two because oh. I, we, my wife and I, bought a Kia Seltos, which is the smaller version of them. Fantastic. She gets a smaller version. Mm. It's a mess. Her car, by the way, it's always a mess. It's disgust. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's clothes everywhere. Kia's large SUV, by the way, the Kia Sorento, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. When we come back, a footy update on Sports Day. <laughs> The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here tonight. I tell you what, this is great news to wake up to uh, this morning. Uh, Jeremiah Nanai re-signing with the Cowboys four years to you know the end he was of a bullfrog. Yes, I do. Mm. Actually, we had him on Sports Day last year. He dropped the f bomb. He? <laughs> he did, yeah. but he did it so nicely. You go, oh, what a great guy. Yep. Yep. We weren't even angry with him. No. But he's, he's just a, a really good kid. He had this to say about re-signing with the Cowboys. Yeah, it just feels good, you know. I've always wanted to stay here. And, um, this is my home and, um, yeah, a bit of a relief there, you know. I wanted to get it done before the season started, so which was good and a lot of pressure, yeah, going off my chest now and the deal's done now and, um, you know, I can focus on footy now this year. So I came up this morning and before training he said, oh, make sure you have a speech and I was like, oh, yeah, all right, sweet. <laughs> so uh, which was good. So um, it was good to tell the boys before it got out. Um, so I'm just happy to be playing alongside with them too. So. He, was, he was in demand, uh, one of the most exciting young back roles. Of course, introduced to Origin this year as a 19-year-old. Ridiculous. And, Rookie of the year. And how he made such an impact as well at State of Origin level. And that's, it's a little bit like it's a little bit like um, Australian Spinner that went over in the first test, uh, got seven wickets. Todd Murphy. Todd Murphy. They're not scarred. No. And I, I believe the... The, deb, the rookies are a lot more confident these days than what we were <laughs> in years gone by. And um, Jeremiah Nanai, the way that he played in Origin, um, is why he was in such demand. But also, on top of that, he would have been asking top money for a back row. And I'm talking anywhere in excess of seven hundred up to about $800,000, $850,000. And because he's only 20, 21 years of age, um, he's going to get 10 or 12 years of of marquee money. I remember when we spoke to him last year as well, he, he said it then that he wants to stay in, in Townsville well, you, and he just loves it. He it's loves also it. about your, your upbringing, your yeah. values and, yeah. and thinking about the people that first of all, got you to the NRL, whether it's his guardians, his family, I'm not sure of his family situation, his support network. And then you look at the club that gave him the first opportunity then you look at the coach. Is the coach a guy that's going to help me continue to fulfil my dreams? I think so. Yes. Yeah. So he looks at all those all those boxes and he ticks all those boxes. It would have been difficult, and it would have been strange mm. if he would have made a decision to go to somewhere else. Mitch Moses' contract decision is uh, oh. worth noting a two million dollar difference in the tug of war between the Parramatta Eels and West Tigers for the services of the NRL's most in demand number seven. And I reckon. What's been thrown around for the guy? Just as a footy fan, I reckon it's way over the odds. Well, I tend to agree with you a little bit, Woogie. I know it is a, I'll use that word again, marquee position. And he is a state of origin player. He's played for a team that's been in and around the top four for pretty much Yeah, but he's not a he's consistent state of origin I know, player. yeah. But uh, the $2 million difference is not $2 million a year. It's it's over a period of time. So uh, it feels, it's, it seems as though the, the Tigers are willing to offer him a five-year deal valued at about 1.3 a year. That's too much. Or making one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid in the comp. And then Parramatta are looking at 
possibly a four-year deal at 1.1. So the difference over the over the four years, five years, will be you know upwards of around two million dollars. So I agree with you. Uh, even though they made the grand final last year, they weren't able to you know, to go that one step uh, further than they've been in. Could in you years imagine? Gone by. Sats, could you imagine the cattle they could get with that $1.3 million a year? Yeah, it's not about the $1.3 million. It's about he's still going to demand anywhere upwards of around eight hundred and fifty to a million dollars. He's worth about eight fifty. Yeah, so it's really what you could do with that extra three or four hundred thousand. Well, in this case, you're four hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. So um to pay someone one point three million dollars means that a majority of the clubs would fight for him if he was on the market. And the other thing is, is he a player that has taken his team to premierships slash multiple premierships? Mm. That's Nathan Cleary money. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, He's that's the only. That's Munster money. They're the only ones worth around that. Yeah, you're right. You're mm. dead right. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about John Bateman? I think Gary Belch has got something to do with this, our old colleague. Mm. Forced to make a special appearance at the West Tigers season launch by Zoom on Monday night as his return to Australia continues to be held up by a routine police <laughs> check. Now, the visa application started months ago, but they didn't count on bureaucratic red tape. Now, Gary Belcher knows people in Canberra. Yeah. If you're going to point the finger at anyone, Sheensy, it's your old mate Badge. I agree. I agree. He's got his, finger, he's got his fingers all over this, yep. Belcher, because he's got nothing to do at the moment. That's he's true. having afternoon well, he's, naps. He's, he's just finished his nap. Taking his dog for like seven <laughs> walks a day. He's got the newspaper. He's just, he's just bouncing off the walls from the amount of caffeine that he drinks all day, going <laughs> having coffee, coffee dates with his, his mates who are all around the same <laughs> age of 75. Um, yeah, but this is a weird one, isn't it? John Bateman, he would have been over there still training, not to the intensity that he would with his West Tigers mates. So it's fair to say that he probably won't play in the first couple of rounds. I mean... He's had no trials. Mm. He wouldn't throw him straight into the deep end. I know he's an experienced international player. He played in the World Cup. Yeah, true. He played deep into that World Cup. Yeah, true. Hey, um, what about this? What about this former NRL star Sam Burgess? And I know you've got you're pretty passionate about this. He's been cleared of failing a roadside drug test as he gears up to fight an allegation he drove on a suspended license. Yeah, so let him deal with the suspended license. And if he was suspended, he's claiming that he wasn't. He was in like a like on an interim license, whatever it may be, but let him fight that, and yeah, that probably won't even make news if if he if he's successful in um, in fighting that that charge. But the roadside drug test that we heard about some months, a couple of months ago, that apparently failed with uh, traces of cocaine in his system. Now, when a second test was performed, that returned a negative result. Now, his solicitor Brian Wrench told the local court in Waverley said. Hang on a sec. He never, he's never been charged after the second test returned a negative result. How come we've never heard anything about it? You brought this up last week. Now, whether you like or dislike Sam Burgess, based on this, purely this incident here, and there has been another incident where he's been involved, where he had allegations thrown towards him, I just feel as though there are people in and around Sam Burgess's life that are building up and have been building up this campaign to destabilise him from an integrity point of view as much as they possibly can. Sabotaging his life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, admittedly, he's done some things wrong. Mm. But on some of the areas that he's been alleged to have, um, alleged to have, I suppose... Committed. Not act in the best way of, the, of himself, the public and, and his family, he, came, he seems to be... He seems to be coming out the other end 
as a clean skin, if mm. that makes sense. Well, off the back of this, I wish they make a, as big a deal, and it's not just because he played for South or whatever. I, 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 we saw it with Peter Bowl just this week. Mm. He was hung and quartered a month ago. He'll, you know, he's a drug cheat, he's this, he's... He, you know what? He claimed his innocence all along. Burgess did as well. He said, oh, I haven't taken anything. Take another drug test. They make a big deal of him being pulled over and tested and that. But when it comes out the other end, in Burgess's silence. case, silence. Yeah. Mm. You're playing with people's lives here. You're playing with their livelihoods. Mm. You're playing with their character. And if you don't watch every single news bulletin or listen to every sports show, you, know, you don't know what the end result is. Yeah, you're right. You just think, oh, he's, he failed a drug test again. Yep. Jeez, what a moron. Yep. I wouldn't give him a job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, as you say, Sats, quite right. It's, it's the sus thing. <laughs> and it's, you know, but it's got, people have got to be held accountable. Yep. I've got to sound like this bloke now, don't I? Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> That could be that's your ridiculous. It is. Yeah. Uh, this is Sports State. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Craig Coleman, Little Tugger, joins us next. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. What? Stanley. Craigie. Oh, doesn't that give you chills? The rabbit burrow. Absolutely. Now, what year was that, Sats? I've got Craig Coleman, by the way, on the line, rabbit legend. Oh, I didn't hear, I heard what? Stanley. Um, Quite a significant game in the charity show. Score ended up at 20 all. Stanley, uh, 2002? Yep, it was the first game back. Okay, wow. And that was the first game we saw of South on TV. I yeah. remember watching that game. I'm sure this man was as well, South Sydney Rabbitohs legend Craig Tugger Coleman. Welcome back to Sports Day, Tugger. Yeah, thanks, boys. Nice to be back. Hey, um, we got you on tonight because we want to talk about the great charity Shield games. We had uh, Vossi, Andrew Voss, on last night, the Fox commentator and, and SEN Breakfast co-host, and he was saying that he reckons Charity Shields lost its. What's the proper word? It's 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 lost its mojo. Would that be the proper word to say? Yep. Do you do you agree with him, Tugger? Oh, for sure, Scotty. It's um from uh, opening day of preseason training, we'd have this is back in the eighties, mid eighties, early eighties. We'd have the dates set in for the charity shield, and back in them days, mate, it was it was um, very brutal games and and more like a bloodbath. And uh, the games changed from that this, this day and age. Tugger, when the Charity Shields were played back in the 80s, before the SFS was opened up in 88, were they always played at the Sydney Cricket Ground or did you play play them at Redfern and Cogra or was it always at the SCG? No, Redfern, mate, the Coliseum. And uh, that, that was – the crowd were as eager as, as we were and, and St George were, were the same. They couldn't wait for the, the opening game. And um, every year it was, it was a bloodbath. It is. And that's what the, the crowd turned up for that. But uh, – the game has changed from them days, and they, they can't do that. But um, you know, and, and and both teams will put their top seventeen on, you know, in the charity shield. Where the last few years it's been like that. South have took two sides, and Georgia took two sides. 
you know, so hopefully um, get back to like it, like it used to be. Yeah, South have, looks like they're going to field a pretty much round one side yep. for this Charity Shield game. Back in those 80s, South Sydney were quite, especially towards the end of the 80s, Tugger, you had that beautiful group of players that just played so much rugby league together and, and you had a really formidable side that stayed pretty consistent. The Dragons had some players that were moving moving around a little bit, but who were some of the mainstays that the Dragons for some of the really great matchups? For example, the opposite number seven. Who was usually the opposite number seven when when Tucker well, Coleman's running out? Well, well, well mid eighties was, was Steve Morris. Yeah, and, um, you know he, he was a handful because he, he was he was electrifying. You know the speed of him and the strength of him, and you know our, like our forwards we had the Ramping brothers and and Dean. He he, he was the instigator of Henry, and um, you know we had, we had Les, a young Les Davis and David Boyle. Oh. Um, and, and St George had like Paddy Jarvis, Craig Young, Graham Wynn, um, Chris Walsh. Like they, they, they were massive in the forwards, and um, you know they they gave as much as we did. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't always always Southway to, to looking forward to the charity show. The Dragons they, they they loved it as well. Now just remind the listeners who don't know when you just mentioned the the birth of Henry. Can you explain to the listeners what Henry was? Well, Henry was named after Lionel Henry Potter. He was our trainer. He passed away a couple of years ago. And yeah, you know, Dean Rampling, he um, he he called the name Henry. And when we needed needed Henry to erupt, <laughs> either he'd call or I call it. <laughs> and uh, that seemed uh, um, we, we used it in, in uh, '84 semi-final against uh, Manly, and it certainly worked for us. We're down 14-0 in, in the first ten minutes. Yeah, he'd use it every time he'd run out against Manly. I'd call Henry off the kickoff. I, I remember Tugger. There was an all-in yeah. brawl at the SCG one day against against the Dragons. Eighty-four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember Graham but, uh, O'Grady from the Dragons. He was going okay. Well, Mario had about four on him at one stage. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He would have been swatting them off like flies. Tugger, we're talking well, about. Mate, off- that was. Yeah, go. On. No, you go. No, it was, it was, what was Satch was saying about eighty-four? We um. In '84, we 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 won the last game to force a playoff, and we 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 played on the Tuesday night against Canberra, beat them, backed up on the Saturday against Manly, beat them, then played our fourth game in ten days against St George, and on the, on the run into the finals. Yeah, yeah. incredible. Hey, Sats and I were talking about it at the start of the show again. Who do you reckon Tugger in in when in Charity Short? Who do you reckon he'd go after? Who would he be chipping away at all night? Who who did, was it? Stevie Morris that you you'd have a crack at an all night? Or? Oh, mate, uh, any of them, but um, any you know, of them. I'd, I'd, I had some pretty pretty good forwards in front of me, and uh, you know, <laughs> I think if Craig Young and them could get, get hold of me, they would have killed me. But um, you know, we um, who we we had, we, had, we had some very very willing young forwards as well, and um, you know, they were great games, and yeah, that St George side was a great time as well. So I oh, know really, really it was good times, and you now the crowd the crowd loved it, and. You know, us players, they give us something to look forward to. From, you know, we all start pre-season training and we have a date on the board. Uh, hopefully there's a, there's a big... Awesome. Well, there'll be a big crowd that'll turn out mudgy this week. It'll be a sellout. Yeah, they reckon 9,000. Yeah, without a doubt. So, um, Tugger, um, they look at this final trial in the NRL. Now, a lot of clubs still look at it. Even though they put out put their best sort of 15 or 17, they'll, they still look at it as a trial. They'll, they'll manage the, the workload of players. Now, I'm... Probably thinking when you, you say you look at the the drawer and what date that charity shield guard's going to be on and you'll pencil that in. I'm thinking of guys like David Ball and Bundy, Les Davidson. They wouldn't have traded too many games like trials. <laughs> no, exactly. And uh, well, none of us did. So, you know, 
well, we had a team full of competitors, and you know, as you know, mate, you you really want to win it, win every game, and especially the charity shield was like the showpiece, you know, and um, it was like it was like the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, but and, and our blokes, we, we thrived on it, and um, you know, they were young willing, willing blokes, and they just needed a bit, bit, bit of egging on, and yeah, they they were ready ready for battle. What do you make of the current crop of of bunnies? You know, Cam Murray, who's a no, he's a he's a, a great young leader. He's going to be a great leader of the, of the bunnies for a lot of years. But yeah, Latrell and Co. There's a they seem to have a very talented bunch there. They're going to push for a, a possible premiership. Oh, for sure, they're, they're going to be top four again. Uh, you know, just a lot a lot depends on Latrell, and um, you know, if we can get like you know twenty twenty games plus out of him. We're going to you know probably start favouring now eighteen of them, and um, you know, he's, he's a wonderful player and. You know what, the South forwards, I think they're the unsung heroes. Like, you know, Tommy Burgess and um, the Junior Totolo and Hamay Sale. And, and I, I thought uh, Havili was, was fantastic for him. And, and then you got the champion, uh, Cameron Murray. And, um, you know, like the, and, and Cody. And, um, and, you know, I think he's, he's going to continue to improve. He's, you know, local junior Cam, uh, Campbell Graham. And, um, you know, he's, he got the rewards and got taken away on the tour. And he's going to come back a better player for sure. And, um, you know, AJ's going to score his 20-plus tries every year, as he normally does. And, you know, we'll be up there, yeah, for sure, top four. I always love talking about the old sponsors that were on the fronts of jerseys. Smiths. Back in the 70s and, and 80s. But the Smiths Crisps one was always one of the favourites. Well, you still got a lot of your Smiths Crisps jerseys uh, in the in the cupboard, Tugger? No. So I, I haven't got any, any of my... I don't know. I, I didn't keep any of my jumpers. I wish I, wish I did, but... Yeah, you, know, you, you think footy's never going to stop. It's never going to end. And you know, people will always ask me for my jumpers, and I always give them away. And uh, you know, some, something I regret. I, I'd, I'd love to have all my all my South jumpers because I played, you know, um, Angus Fridges, um, yeah, Northwest Airlines. <laughs> you now the favourite was Smith Chips. I just had my 60th birthday, and my cake was a, a South jumper in Smith Chips. Ah, Tiger, I can't wait. Six hour turn, Scotty. 60. Yeah. Jesus. Mm, um, 60. Wow. Tug, it's going to be a good year. Looking forward to the game. I'm a little bit annoyed, no doubt you are too, about being shoved to a Saturday afternoon. I don't mind it being in Mudgee. I think we should be playing more footy in the bush. I but just wish it was at Redfern. Yeah, Saturday Arvo. Mm. I don't. I, I like the traditional time slot for Charity Shield Saturday night, um, but it's going to be a scorcher in Mudgee, 30-something degrees. So hopefully the boys will be good and uh, well hydrated for that. Tugger, all the best for the bunnies, the mighty bunnies in 2023. No doubt we'll yeah. catch up with you again and hopefully we'll have a chat to you around finals time again. Yeah, th- thanks, boys. I'm, I love being on the show. And uh, Scotty, please say hello to your father, mate. He's a hero of mine and he gave me so many great memories as a kid growing up. You know, him, George, Bobby McCarthy, Lurch, uh, Ronnie Coote, mate. And uh, yeah, I hope he's going okay, mate. I will, mate. I'll give him a kiss for you. Uh, thanks very much, mate. Ta. There we go. South Sydney legend Craig Tugger Common. I get chills when he's on air. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Hey, last year the Dragons finished 10th on the ladder. Yep. Finished on 26 points, 12 wins, 12 losses, with a points differential of minus 100. Sats. Uh, actually, before you tell us where yeah. you think they're going to finish up, this is what Hook, Anthony Griffin, had to say to us last uh, a couple of weeks ago. Actually, you were still on highs. Yes. I think it was with Badge and I. 
Uh, this is what he had to tell us about his squad this year. Yeah, we're going really well. Uh, we've had a great uh, preparation. Um, our list is pretty stable. Obviously, we've got to we've got to fill you know three or four spots um, over the next month or two. I'm not too sure. I think it's by the end of March. You've got to have at least 28. So we've got some internal guys that we can promote, but we've also got capacity. Um, within our, our cap we've been really well planned and um, so we've still got uh, a lot of capacity in a couple of spots there so uh, yeah we'll have a look at the market and be in there it's a little bit tight obviously with the Dolphins coming in they've mopped up a lot of you know a lot of the talent that might normally be floating around at the moment but um, there's always um, there's always a deal to be done somewhere so yeah, and, and he's, he's right um, in in relation to the players that are available on the market at the moment. You're not going to sign a, a marquee player unless someone's really upset in the first half of the season and want to get out and not happy with their coach or whatever that may be. Um, but where do I think they're going to sit this year? Uh, sitting 10th on the ladder last year, they, they had some really good performances, but they're just not consistent enough. And that comes down to the... And it's a, sometimes it's not a bad position to be in because we've got so much good talent, young talent that have come through those junior rep teams. And for fans, it's about, unfortunately, sometimes it's about being patient, waiting till a lot of these really good young players like your Tyrell Sloans and um, yeah, the Fiangai, Fangai boys and uh, Jaden Sullivan, just to name a few, Cody Ramsey, uh, Taltai Mone waiting till they can get sort of 40, 50 first-grade games under their belt, get used to playing first-grade week in, week out, and that's when you start finding some success. But unfortunately, rugby league fans aren't patient mm. sometimes, and the Dragons, one of the most celebrated clubs, two proud clubs in St. George and Illawarra, unfortunately, with such a proud history, they, they don't have a lot of time to wait. Now, uh, we've got to, you know, there's one question there is who will pair Ben Hunt in the halves. I think it'll be Jack Bird because Talatai Mona, of course, has been stood down by the NRL. Yep. Uh, Cody Ramsey, this exciting outside back slash fullback. He's going to miss the season because of illness. And um, But I've got to say on the weekend, there was a young kid by the name of Trey Stewart playing at fullback and an outside back. He's come through again, come through the junior system, played in a very good SG ball side and a couple of years ago that won the comp. Uh, he looks like he's he's something special. But who's going to pair partner Ben Hunt in the halves? Co is the text message. Uh, I think it'll be Jack Bird. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they play finals. They don't. What? So tenth, ninth? Yeah, I, d- I just think with uh, seeing what happens with Talatai Mono and also Cody Ramsey being out. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Who'd they lose? They lost. Well, George Burgess retired. Uh, Jack Kajewski went to the North Queensland Cowboys. Andrew McCulloch retired. Josh McGuire went to England. Tarek Sims to the Melbourne Storm. Um, so pretty much the same sort of squad. Yeah. Uh, Mo Zumbai, I thought, did some really good things on the weekend. He'll probably play a really good number 14. So um, outside, they got Jacob Little from the Dragons, who I think is a really uh, – from the West Tigers, who I think is a good signing at, at number nine. So will they play finals? If they do, I think they've – They've overachieved a little bit. Okay. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Yeah, this is when we look at those most ridiculous stories in sport or anything this week. What do you got? How about this one? 
Now, last week we saw that LeBron James became the greatest point scorer in the history of the, the NBA, beating Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who, who um, retired back in 1984. That's how great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was. Not, a, not his acting on Flying High, Kareem <laughs> Abdul-Jabbar, but his actual basketball. So LeBron James was exactly 38 weeks was born exactly 38 weeks after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar broke the all-time scoring record in 1984. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So LeBron then broke it 38 years later mm-hmm. at 38 years of age. Yeah. When he broke it, it was February 7. That is the 38th day of the year. And he scored. What? 38 points. And his all-time scoring record after that game, 38,388. Come on, that's ridiculous. What are you trying to say? The NBA's rigged it. <laughs> that's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. It is. That is, when you look at it like that. What was the other thing I heard? Oh, it doesn't, I can't remember. Um, when Jared Hayne, was it Jared Hayne? When he got sentenced? Yeah. Well, he got sentenced to three years and eight months, and his number, number was 38. 38 at the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. All right, I've got one for you. I've got a quick one before we have to go. Of course, that's on an appeal. appeal at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Uh, I've got one for you. Yep. It's a quick one before we go to the break. You know what I find that's ridiculous? What? The NRL rescheduling a Saturday afternoon game by pushing it back 50 minutes to avoid heat. Come on, that's ridiculous. Now, unless... Why is that ridiculous? So the game was meant to kick off at 3.30. Yeah, and then the Charity Shield... Uh, sorry, the... I'm talking about the Charity Shield. The World Club Challenge was meant to kick off at 6, which is now 6.50. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. There's not much temperature difference between... On a 36-degree day, mm-hmm. between 3.30 p.m. and 4.20. Did you know that... a Around 3.15, 3.30 in Mudgee, where the Charity Shield is being hosted, mm. there is a, a thing called the Mudgee Doctor that comes up the, the river. The Mudgee Doctor? The Mudgee Doctor comes up the river and hits the Mudgee town and they, it is led to believe that it cools Mudgee by at least 11 degrees. Come on, that's ridiculous. From about 3.15, 3.30 onwards. Yeah, wow. Yeah, good point. And the ground is near Mudgee Beach. Yep. So I can understand that. Exactly. I take it all back. Yeah. Uh, this is Sports You're Day. You're ridiculous. Yeah, I am. I've got to take a good long hard look at myself. This is Sports Day, the award-winning seven-seat Kia uh, Sorento. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into the weather and the last blast. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews in the house tonight. Weather time. My favourite city in Australia, Cairns. Is it really? It is. It's lawless. Mm, it is. A little bit like that. You know, I just, oh, no, I just love it. Because when I go to Cairns, I've got to be honest. Rattle and hum bar. Oh, I just, my favorite. I, I get on it. Mm. I just get on it. My mates are up there. I think Anita's banned me from going to Cairns. I've never been to Port Douglas. Port Douglas is beautiful. That's where you go with your missus to apologise. Okay. Right? Everybody, yeah. Palm Cove, if you can't be bothered driving to Port... I reckon Palm Cove is better than Port Douglas. Yeah, okay. The crocs are smaller. Yeah. Right. And then, and then Cairns. If I say, look, I'm just going into Cairns to catch up with mate Mark, that, that's me going for the holiday. Yep. I'll come home eventually. Mm. But, oh, it's a great spot. Oh, she's good. Uh, Cairns, you'll need to pack a brolly tomorrow. Up to 150 millimetres of rum forecast and the chance of thunderstorms at the top of 29. 
Yeah, strength responsibly. Top of 29 in a thunderstorm. Yeah, yeah, That'd I know. Be sticky, wouldn't it? Oh, mate, it'd be sticky wicket. Uh, the rain will continue for the rest of the week. Luckily, game two of the NBL playoffs will be dry. Indoors, Taipans and the hey, Kings on Friday night. They'll be packed. At the Cairns Convention Centre, tip-off 7.30. Catch that action. That'd be on good to be up there for SCN. that. Mm. Mm. Uh, New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. I will get that updated one day. I just, day. <laughs> he's only asked you three days in a row. Yeah. I just It'll downloaded happen. and dropped it in. I can't wait. How has that happened? Yeah. I dropped I it in twice. All right, Jack. Jack, listen. Sorry, Jason. I apologise, mate. Mate, put your hand up. I know you better wave because... <laughs> Put your hand up, mate, when you're going to push the button. Um, round of the 16 of the Champions League start at this morning. It's, yeah. not, it's not the round of the 16. It's round of 16. All right, just give me the stupid results. Well, it was a 104-day break between uh, the end of the group stages so and the start of the 16. because of the World Cup? Because of the World Cup okay, and the yep. breaks that needed to happen. So that was history, mate. But Bayern Munich defeated PSG 1-0. That was, that, was was, that was away. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they played that in Paris, didn't they? Yes, yeah. so that was in the away league, so that's massive for Bayern so Munich. So 1-0 is worth two goals? Uh, I actually right? think they stopped doing that now. It's only if it's in a final at the end okay. that they start doing that. I'd love the away goals. Uh, but, yeah, that's Mbappe and uh, Messi getting beaten by Bayern Munich. AC Milan defeated Tottenham 1-0. What's AC stand for? Air uh, conditioning. <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think okay. it's, it's something Why in Italian. Why are you a soccer supporter? It's something in Italian. I'm not. Oh, I really? Wow. Apple custard? Uh, what do you reckon? Oh, you're looking googling. Oh, yeah. Captain yeah. Google over there. Association Calcio. Yeah, I was Calcio. close. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. close to Apple Custard. Dish. Maybe that's what that means. Yeah. Uh, and tomorrow, Club Bruges play Benfica and Dortmund play Chelsea. Also tomorrow Where's morning. Where's Benfica? Oh, I don't, you don't even know. It's no. in Italy, so what are you right? actually doing no, in the Benfica's studio here? Not, uh, I'm looking at other things, important stuff. Getting it wrong when I'm supposed to be putting in the right sweepers. Yes, uh, correct. Yeah. Benfica. Portuguese. Italy? Portuguese. Portuguese. Okay. Uh, but yes, uh, tomorrow morning as well, 5.30, top of the table clash in the EPL. Arsenal and Man City are playing off. Winner will go top of the you table. Know, a, couple of, a couple of geese were arguing on my porch yesterday and I went out to tell them, go, shush, go away, and I couldn't speak Portuguese. He's unbelievable. <laughs> he doesn't stop. Um, Arsenal do have a game in hand, but if City win tomorrow, they will go top on goal difference. Fun fact Thursday. Big game. Big game tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of results to talk about tomorrow. Finished? Really cannot wait. <laughs> no, actually, I've got to be more. I've got to be more enthusiastic about it because, and I've got to read up a little bit more and research a little bit more of football because it's well, it's the most popular game in the world. Oh, I shan't be. Absolutely. I just want to let you know that. Since my son moved to Sydney, I haven't spoken a lot of football. So, mm. how's he going? I don't know. Got a girlfriend? I don't out know in... whether he's alive. I wouldn't have a clue. Has he got a girlfriend out in the rift yet? I hope so. Yeah, I, hope good. So. I hope he does fall Lives in love Penrith? out there. Yeah. You're nice. You're nice. Maybe a pair of desert boots settles down. The poker machine attendant from the Panthers Leagues Club. Yeah. There's a sandwich shop in Penrith called Murray's Sandwich yeah, Shop. Yeah, you've talked oh, about oh this my before. Gosh, I Penrith looked it up online it's after you so told good. me that. And so if he actually had a girlfriend that worked at Murray's, oh, he just he's oh, made. Set. Dream. I thought you were going to say Murray. Working at Panthers Footy Club yes. and going out. <laughs> 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 I thought you were getting to because, mate, that's the, that's the prize catch, Murray. Yes. You get free sandwiches. <laughs> anyway, this is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorrento bring you this kerfuffle. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Goodbye!